free of our old emotions, free of our old interpretations. We might be free to choose who we are. Let's talk about it. Welcome, beautiful thinkers from the United States of America, the United States of Mexico, de México a Buenos Aires. Bienvenidos. Buen día. I was thinking about this model of the world I used to have on this belief, explanation of human behavior. I used to think people would go through their lives living in certain trances, and they would go from one trance to the next like having these strong beliefs and these emotional reactions and being sort of fixed in a way of looking at the world. Now, I say that model of human behavior is a little too simplistic, but I think there's still something to it. Now I think, well, somebody is in a trance. What what might that trance be? I think, well, they have a certain emotion and they have a certain interpretation of that emotion, then they might get stuck in a kind of feedback loop. So it's like you have this emotion, be it anger or perhaps love or despair. It could be any kind of emotion, really. And then you have this interpretation with it. And perhaps this interpretation leads to these thoughts and that circles you back around, so you end up feeling that same emotion over and over. And people even have these vicious cycles where they'll have one emotion, they'll feel angry, and then maybe they'll even feel ashamed at themselves. I think, how can I be angry? I have higher standards for myself than this. And then they'll realize that <laughs> they're getting into a... a even more negative state and maybe they feel guilty about it or um, they feel depressed because they feel like they're not making progress. Likewise, people have virtuous cycles. So maybe they feel love and then they look at that feeling and they say, I'm glad, I'm grateful I have that feeling. And then as a result, they feel joy <laughs> because they say it's a good day to feel grateful. So I feel joyful. Now, if we do get stuck in a, in a feedback loop, maybe the only thing we need to do quite often, I like this rule of thumb that applies during meditation. And it also applies in many aspects of life because life is a kind of meditation. We might say many times during meditation, it's not necessary to control our thoughts or control our emotions. It is sufficient to acknowledge them, to observe them and be aware of them. If we can do that somehow <laughs> through the magic of consciousness, these things often will be resolved of their own accord because consciousness shines a light on things that were previously forgotten and enables us to untangle those webs, those cords that are in our minds and in our bodies just to release. Because often 
to relax a muscle, it is sufficient to become aware of that muscle. And the muscle, <laughs> of course, sometimes you might even need to tense a muscle in order to become truly aware of it. And the analogy with our emotions is this idea I've mentioned before that comes from Viktor Frankl, paradoxical intention. Like if we intend to be angry, we intend to be guilty or in, intend to have a certain behavior, it might be that we somehow gain consciousness of that behavior and the behavior need not continue. So we have a certain emotion. We can be aware of that emotion. Then we have a certain interpretation. We can be aware of that interpretation. That interpretation might cause another emotion. We can be aware of that emotion. It doesn't really matter at which point in the chain we become aware. But becoming aware is the object. Now, when we do become aware, this is like a kind of house of cards. Because this is... All of these things stem from a sort of unconsciousness. So we become conscious of any part. Perhaps this vicious cycle will start tumbling down. We become aware of, of the top card hanging in this delicate balance. And we can easily allow the other cards to fall. Then, if we are free of our emotions, free of our interpretations, we can begin to decide, as Abraham Maslow talked about, self-actualization. Who do I want to be today? In that glorious space of our minds, free from preconceptions and ego constructs, that fertile land where we can build a new self, a new identity, new life, and perhaps even new emotions. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being aware and taking the time to ask, what am I thinking now? What am I feeling right now? What's inside me, inside my mind and inside my body, my heart, my soul? And most importantly, have a wonderful day. A beautiful thought. Thanks for coming along. So I noticed something cool. The other day I did that interview with Conscious Kenny. And at the end of the interview, I asked him, so what would you say to that young version of yourself who so desperately needed some kind of comforting? And one of uh, my listeners and uh, a friend of Kenny's, Ashlyn, took that question and, and asked herself that question, like when I needed comfort in the past, how could I have, what could have somebody said? <laughs> how can I send love back into the past to support that younger version of myself? And so you can have a look at that. I'll put the link in the show notes on the website. And maybe some of you would also like to ask that question, how you could Offer yourself, offer that past version of yourself comfort to heal yourself in the present.
Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day.